Hello. 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 Hey, Candice. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Oh my gosh, Kay, we got it working. That's a good start. <laughs> that is. All right, so I'm just going to begin by saying hello to my uh, my listeners. This is Candice Axford here with um, at Positive Spark Plug. And today I have a wonderful Sharon Muller on the phone. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm doing well. I'm excited to be on here and a little nervous, but that's okay. It's my first podcast, so. <laughs> I'm super excited to have you on. I hope I can calm your nerves a bit. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for you to be on because um, you're all about uh, the healthy living and yoga and meditation and I'm, I'm kind of just starting myself on trying to practice meditation and just with a little bit that I'm I have been doing I have even noticed a huge change so I'm excited for you to be able to kind of give us a little bit of information on how we can you know become better all around yeah sure great that's amazing mm-hmm. um so first question just uh Tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, where should I start? <laughs> uh, your listeners are like predominantly from London surrounding area or? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in St. Thomas. So just outside of St. Thomas, actually out near Talbotville. Um, and after high school, I came to London. I did um, the medical office administration program through Fanshawe. And um, yeah, I I was lucky enough to get into uh, London Health Sciences Center here. So I work at Victoria Hospital and Health Records. Um, I've been there for about five years now, and uh, it's a good job. Um, I'm I'm grateful for my position there, but it's not something that I'm passionate about. It's not really much growth for me there, um, which is why outside of work, I'm really pursuing, um, you know, work and helping people through yoga and meditation and nutrition and and things like that. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Um, also through, through working at the hospital, I'm just casual there. Um, so I can kind of work as much or as little as I want. So it's allowed me a lot of opportunity um, for travel. And through that, I mean, I went, I did my yoga teacher training in India. Um, and before that, I did Southeast Asia, like Thailand, Cambodia, Laos. And I saw a lot of the Eastern philosophies there and you know how they they live so differently and they're so happy with so little and you know I really saw a different side of yoga that um, I wanted to apply to my life here and I think you know with a lot of our chronic illnesses and you know lifestyle diseases we really need that you know those mindfulness aspects so I I couldn't agree more um mm-hmm. out of all of out of all of your trips what what are maybe the top two main things that you have taken away that you have applied kind of right from the get-go? It's kind of you learned it and you're like, whoa, I need to do this every day. Do you have you can you, can you give us two one or two different things that you uh you right from the hop you knew that you needed to start applying? Um well one of the that things you- one one of the things for sure daily that I noticed, um, is food, our diet and nutrition. Like a lot of the people, um, 
in, in these Eastern countries that I've been to, I mean, they have, they have diseases of poverty, like, you know, people will, will, because they don't have, um, like Western medicine, you know, they can die from having diarrhea and things like that, but they don't have the chronic diseases we do like cancer and heart disease and, and things like that. So, um, they, they just eat whole foods. Like they're eating, um, nothing processed, you know, nothing refined or man-made they're eating, you know, um, organic, uh, meats and, um, you know, fruits and vegetables that they grow and pick. So it's very, um, their food is very connected with the earth. earth. Yeah, for sure. So that's one thing I've, I've seen while traveling. Yeah. It's, um, it's really great. It's, it's difficult, um, around here, you know, we have, um, so much sugar and the more, when you eat a little bit of it, you want more and it's difficult to get away from, but that definitely affects our health. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, That, that is, uh, sugar. I'm going to put myself right out there. I'm a fitness trainer and sugar is definitely something that, um, I, I struggle with, uh, daily. I, I, I try so hard to stay away from it. (laughs) For sure. Uh, yeah. And then, um, another thing, um, is just our relationships with people. Um, so, you know, around, I don't know, I'm not speaking for everybody, but you walk around the grocery store and, you know, at work at the hospital and you cross paths with someone, you look at someone and smile and you say hi. And like, they don't even smile or say hi back to you. They're just like, Oh, like someone just said hi to me and I don't know who they are. Like, it's, it's, it's weird. Right. Like, and yep. when, when I'm, when I'm in these other countries, like everyone is so friendly and, you know, welcoming and they have, um, a much closer and, and, and truer relationships, um, with people and they have a bigger sense of community. Um, and I think that has a, a big aspect on our, on our overall health as well. I couldn't agree more. I, I find it bizarre how, and, and I, I even do it myself, I catch myself doing it when we, even with people that we do know, like those people that we do have a relationship with, even if we're trying to um, quick uh, walk past, for some reason, we have a tendency of wanting to say, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. As we're walking by and we don't even really stop to hear the answer. The reply, some reason, yeah. We want to ask that question and it seems like it's just become out of habit mm-hmm. but really yeah, we don't we don't even really care for the response we just we hope we get a good so we can keep walking and go on with our day right like yeah what if it's to be like really horrible like <laughs> what, what if someone stopped and said actually I'm having a really bad day you know this this happened to me this morning and now I have to deal with this and like would you be would you be prepared to stand there and listen to them and give them advice? Pro- probably not. Right? Probably not. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I even myself, right? So I'm even calling myself out. Yeah. yeah. So I a hundred percent agree with you. Community and building those authentic, real relationships are so crucial for your well being and your and your happiness. For sure. Yeah. Um, so you're all about the healthy lifestyle. Um, can you tell me a little bit, how do you live a healthy life? Like what are your eating habits? What choices do you make, um, that allow you to give that healthy lifestyle and then present it to people and show them how to then do it? Um, sure. Well, 
right now, um, actually, my, my eating habits have changed a lot over the last few years. Um, I actually, I used to hunt, and now I'm vegetarian. <laughs> so that was a, that was a big change. Um, yeah. I'm still, I'm still very, you know, pro hunting. Um, I mean, it's better than getting your meat from a grocery store, honestly. I mean, the animal lived a good life in the wild. It's active, so it's, you're going to have lean um, meat. And I mean, when, when you, it sounds bad, but when, you, when you're killing and cleaning your animal and eating it, you have a much closer connection with your food. And then plus, I mean, you're, you're donating the bones and the hide and everything to like a native reserve. So like the entire animal goes to use and it's a much more beautiful and respectful process than, um, than you know, how animals are raised and slaughtered and sent to um, the supermarket. So that's, so that's a big change that I, I went through. Um, now, I mean, I just, I felt bad after, um, you know, trying to be more like having a more mindful eating um, technique. I just felt bad, you know, realizing that I don't need to consume meat. So these animals don't, don't need to die. So I, I slowly transitioned into um, vegetarian. Um, and then, uh, you know, everyone has the concern, where are you going to get your protein? So um, I had these questions too, and I ended up enrolling in, the holistic nutrition program um, through the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. So I'm doing that now part-time. Um, I'll be done in August and then I'll be a registered holistic nutritionist, which fits well. With yeah. yeah, it fits well with my, my yoga. You know, I have a lot of yoga clients that want to know about nutrition and stuff. So yeah, that's, um, that's really great. It's been, a, it's been a big learning curve. Um, but I think overall, I try to keep like the 80-20 rule in mind. So I'm eating 80% for health and then 20% for my soul. So, I mean, I still like to have a glass of red wine and some chocolate and I eat out once in a while, but um, I do try to have like a whole foods, plant-based um, diet as much as I can. I try to cook my own foods, buy locally when I can. Um, I do consume like eggs and dairy once in a while. I don't, you know, I'm not super strict with that, but um, yeah. And I mean, movement is key. I try to move my body and sweat every day. I'm um, just trying to get into, you know, a healthy routine and habits um, for sure. And I mean, education is key. You always have to be like learning and reading as new like um, research comes out or new documentaries. I'm always trying to, you know, keep on top of those things. So, yeah, that's, that's amazing. I, <laughs> I absolutely, I've, I've heard of the 80-20 rule before, but I haven't heard it kind of in the in like the eating um, for food way. And I absolutely love your 80% yeah. for soul. I never <laughs> yeah. thought of it in that aspect. That, I absolutely love that. Can I take that from you? Can of I borrow course. that? Of course, yes. Yeah. Share it with anyone you'd like. It, it works yeah. well for me. I mean, then there's no guilt, you know, and I, I don't like the idea of a guilty pleasure because it's not pleasurable if there's any guilt involved. Like, I don't know. I just don't like that term. <laughs> yeah, I love so that. It, I'm just like, you know what? Right now I'm eating for my soul and I'm, and you know, this, the rest of the day I eat for health. So you know what? This is great. And I just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. That, and it's so like, it's so appealing and it, it does, it kind of gives you that sense of um, this is okay. And I like that. I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> So what got you into the practice of uh, yoga and meditation? Did they come together or did you start one before the other? 
Um, well, I guess I kind of touched on that with, um, with traveling. Like I saw, I mean, I guess I, I've been practicing yoga, like the physical aspects of yoga for a lot longer than that now. And I kind of got into yoga, like as a workout. Um, okay. and I was taking like a lot of the power classes to begin with, which are, you know, very physical, very sweaty. I would go to the hot yoga studios. Um, and I felt like I was, you know, toning my body and like losing a little bit of weight and getting stronger. Um, and I was never, I've never really enjoyed like, um, like going to a gym and lifting weights. I mean, if I had a trainer with me, it would be great, but it's not something I could do on my own. Like I'm not, um, I don't, I don't like push myself enough, you know, I need like a class or a teacher or someone there with me to be like, come on, you know, or like other students. So that's what, one of the things that really, um, appealed to me with yoga. Um, so that's how I got into it, you know, much of the physical aspects. Um, and then as I got my job at the hospital and I started traveling and I was seeing all these people in the East, um, doing yoga, but it wasn't the power yoga that I saw. It was much more slow flow with like breath and they would end like sitting there just still which now I know is meditation but I'm like what are, what are these people doing um, <laughs> and as I as I saw this and I just started to research I was like wow there's like so much more to yoga that I didn't know about and there's actually eight limbs of yoga and asana or our movement is only one of the limbs so there's seven other aspects of yoga like nourishing your body with with nutrition, you have your moral aspects, you have your meditation, you have your breath work, like there's a lot, it's a lot to it, right? It's really um, a lifestyle. But wow. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's just, it's a really great balance of movement and stillness. And um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a practice, you know, it's something you're always, always working with. Um, so if yoga moves your body, how how does this help your body? What, what does it do for your body when you're, what do these positions do? Like I know mm-hmm. and they, they stretch, but what, um, what does it do? Like how does it help your body? Um, well, I mean, you probably will understand some of this, but I mean, like movement in general is, is good. Like our, too many people in the Western world are so sedentary. You know, we, we sit, all day at work or if we have an active job you come home and sit all night and like watch tv like we're not we don't move very much right so more movement is always a good thing um for me um body awareness is something that yoga brings to me and i find a lot of other people are experiencing like when you first start practicing yoga if you haven't really been active before people have no idea how their body can move and what muscles they have and like you know, it's, it's just amazing this, this body awareness, um, that it creates for people. And then, um, I mean, I guess we can touch on like, it's, I guess it's, it's more of an like aerobic exercise, um, which, you know, if you're, if you're just trying to get into some physical fitness and you don't want to hit the gym and start lifting weights and you're like really overweight. I mean, if you come, if you come to a yoga class and just start moving your body and sweating, like it's a good aerobic exercise to help you just shed some pounds before you go to the gym, just to like give you a little yeah. bit of inspiration. Yeah. You're like, Oh wow. Like I'm, I'm moving my body. I'm feeling good. I'm dropping some pounds. Like, yeah, now I'm ready to go lift some weights. Cause I think, you know, you do need the weightlifting as well. If you're trying to um, get in, get in better shape that also like helps your metabolism and things. So um, yeah. And I mean, so I like- guess, wait, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. It's like a good starting point. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, and then I like I like to always touch on the difference between um, like abs and your core. Like people always say, like, oh yeah, like yoga, like build your abs. And I'm like, well, I mean, it it does. Like you can incorporate like a lot of crunches into your yoga practice if you want, but it's really it's really working on your core, which is different from your abs. Like your abs are like your set of muscles that are like along the front of your stomach, right? Like we know what our abs are, yep. but your core is like your insides, like your core of your torso, like all the little tiny intricate muscles, like inside around your organs and your, your bones. It's like toning all of those muscles in your, in your core. Right. So that's really great for, for longevity. That, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I'm a fitness trainer and like that, even I just learned a little bit right there. That's cool. <laughs> cool. That's great. Um, so we just touched base a little bit on yoga and what it does for the body. Now, what does meditation do for your mind and soul? Mm. <laughs> well, um, I think if you ask most people, like, what does meditation do for you? You know, everyone will kind of say, you know, calm, relax and center. Um, yeah, which, which we know that. Um, but aside from that, I guess, scientifically, um, or physiologically, uh, most people nowadays are really stressed, right? And whether you know it, or you don't, like, most of us are stressed compared to how we lived like two or 300 years ago, or 1000s of years ago, right? True. And we're supposed to have acute stress, like that's good for us, right? Um, yep. Then it's supposed to like, raise our adrenaline, raise our cortisol, like, like get our get our hearts pumping get us running and then everything is supposed to decrease and come back to homeostasis like if you were being chased by a lion right you would have acute stress you'd be like oh my god there's a lion i gotta run away right and then you would come back to homeostasis right but nowadays our stress levels go up and up and up and it does not come back down to homeostasis we're having chronic um like chronic stress issues so all the time our cortisol and our adrenaline um, hormones are like super increased and when this happens we're in we're in our sympathetic nervous system and not our parasympathetic nervous system so in our sympathetic nervous system that's like our fight or flight response right and when you're in this state your your blood is flowing to your muscles and it's flowing away from your digestive system so you're not absorbing your nutrients and like if, if you're in this state 24 7 like you can imagine how that's going to affect your health, right? So, yes. yeah, for sure. It leads to disease and many, many illnesses, um, which I think is a big problem in our country and, and the States and so on. But um, when you meditate and you connect with your breath, it's calming your body. It's bringing you back to your parasympathetic nervous system. And even if it's only for a few minutes a day, your body gets used to this, like, oh, wow, like, this is, this is, a, this is a homeostatic state, I want to come back here, and your body recognizes that, and it tries to bring your, to bring your levels down, and to get yourself back there, and the more you practice, you know, this, the better it gets, right? Yeah, so, um, so can, can you tell us, so how would somebody start practicing breathing? What are some techniques that you can maybe tell um share with my listeners and myself that will help you like one I know one technique that I use because I besides my training I, I also do a before and after program with children and I know okay I, I know the 
fill up a balloon in your belly. Pretend there's a balloon in your belly, so fill it up. <laughs> I, I that technique, and it's just kind of like breathing in big. What are what are some other techniques that are out there? Yeah, that's a great technique. I mean, people use it a lot with kids, but it works well with adults and people of all ages too, for sure. Um, I guess like a similar thing, like even right now, you and your listeners can do like just sitting down, like you don't even have to like sit up straight or anything, just staying in the same posture that you are, put your hand over your heart, like over your chest and put your other hand over your stomach and just continue to breathe normally. Which one of your hands do you feel moving? Usually it's your top hand, your chest, right? You can feel your your chest moving. So what you want to do is take deeper breaths and lower breaths because you want to feel your stomach moving, your lower hand. You can feel the difference when you just shift that breath. So we're breathing so shallow and you can feel that when you're on your top hand on your chest opposed to your lower hand, right? That belly breathing. So yeah, it's just taking that awareness like, oh, wow, I am breathing really shallow. And, you know, just taking moments like that throughout the day to check in. Um, But I mean, meditation is different for everybody. I mean, you could be you know, walking out to your car in the morning and just just stop in your tracks and say like, wow, like look at this beautiful sunrise this morning and just like feel the, the air on your skin, like the temperature of the air and, or the, the breeze and just like take a deep breath and close your eyes just for a second and then like, ah, and then just finish walking to your car and go about your day. Like those little mindful moments, if you can do that multiple times throughout your day, like, you know, that's a meditation and that's a big step into mindfulness and being present and it's it's a it's really great for us right okay so Um, so what I just kind of took away from this so for all those people that are thinking oh my god I have to sit down for 10 minutes at a time like I don't have time for that because everyone feels so hello Mm -hmm. yep everyone feels so rushed or I'm too busy my life I, I don't got time in a day for that 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 right there you you're just you're telling us that it doesn't have to be chunked time it can just be those you know little mindful moments yeah yeah that's that's awesome that's a great way to start and then I mean you'll if you practice that daily a few times a day you'll you'll begin to really really like those moments and you'll want to get more out of it and then you know maybe if it I like being outside so it's kind of sucks in the winter time but you know if you're home in the evening, like go just sit outside in your grass just for like three minutes, take your dog with you or your kids or whatever. I mean, like you don't have to, it doesn't have to be silent. I mean, we have to learn to work with um, all of these noises around us and incorporate them into our meditations and, you know, learn to not let, not let these things bother us, but, you know, accept them and silent the mind. Yeah. And you're in, I mean, you apply these things to your life too, outside of meditation, right? It's, yeah, it's really neat how it works. <laughs> now, you said go and sit on the ground. Now, do you, I, I saw one video about grounding. Do you believe, um, do you believe that when we humans literally allow our bodies, like our skin, mm-hmm. to touch the ground, do you believe that it we all connect like the universe the, like the earth's energy and our energy do you believe we all flow together and do you think that it's healthy for us I, I do I- yeah I, I do believe in energies and um I I think it's a real thing and you know when you not even just touching the ground but like just just getting out of like the a building and like away from concrete just like getting 
in, in nature, just like touching a tree, or if you have even plants in your house, like just take a moment to like come in close to your plants and just like touch their leaves. Like that's, that's very grounding. Yeah. And I believe it's, it's something that, you know, connects us all. I mean, I think we all came from the same, the same place and, um, you know, one day we'll end up there, whatever it may be, but yeah. I, that's awesome. Um, so <clears throat> tell my listeners a little bit um, about your classes that you do. And I think I saw on your Facebook that you're like doing videos or you're wanting to do home like videos. Yeah, we're, I'm trying to do some online stuff. Um, right now I teach a few classes like within the city of London. Um, and um, I actually have a meditation class on Friday nights at, at 7 p.m. That's at Shangri-La Yoga. It's over on One Cliff. Um, we're working to grow those classes. Um, they have a beautiful deck we practice outside in the summertime. So anyone's welcome to come and try those classes. Um, but I do have, um, I get a lot of response from people online, like on my Instagram that want to practice, but they're not from within the city. Or, you know, I see like a lot of, you know, busy moms that don't have time to get to a yoga class. They want to practice, you know, when their kids are sleeping or things like that. So I'm, I am going to try to, um, I have started um, trying to record some, some yoga videos and meditation videos um, that we can, you know, um, have available to people online. And I think uh, maybe I'd like to do some Facebook lives, you know, create some kind of a group where I can do live classes and have people just join in from home and, you know, create a little bit more of a community around it for sure. I, I would a hundred percent be in that group. Um, <laughs> awesome. Um, I find what you do amazing. You came to one of my classes and you pushed yourself. Your in my class. Yeah, your boot camps are great. <laughs> I love doing the boot camps too. They're so fun. And like, like I said, again, I like having um, an instructor and like other, other students around, you know, to keep each other pumped up and yeah, it's a good environment. Yes. Um, I am super excited for you and your journey and I'm definitely going to continue following you and uh, I'm, I'm very happy that we met. Um, if my listeners want to find you, what is your Instagram? Where can they find you? Oh, sure. Um, so my, my Facebook, Instagram and website um, is just yoga with Shaya, S-H-A-Y-A-H. Um, and I'm pretty easy to connect with, um, through any of those means. Um, I do have a blog on my website. I try to blog once a month, which, um, I have a lot of response on that. So I should, you know, try to maybe do that every other week or once a week. If I can, when, when I'm done school, I'll try to get a little bit more onto the social media, but, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, in the future too. And I want to do some, uh, like wellness travel retreats. You know, it just kind of brings everything back to me, like how I got started in, into all of this through yoga and meditation. And I want to have, you know, mindful eating and, and whole plate, um, whole foods, you know, plant-based uh, meals at these retreats. And we're looking at Nicaragua, maybe Costa Rica, trying to plan a few things for next year. So people can look forward to that. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, my 
final question for you. Um, but before I ask you, I just want to say thank you so much for giving um, me your time. I know I'm big on time. Time is a precious thing. So thank you so much for spending time with me, giving me listeners amazing, amazing advice. I'm so excited for my listeners to hear this podcast. Um, Great. And I I really, to all my listeners, go find Shea on Instagram, on Facebook. (laughs) I promise you, you'll enjoy her journey. Um, For my last question, it is... Mm -hmm. What is your perspective on positivity? Hmm, my perspective on positivity. Well, I really believe that what you put out, you get back. Um, I'm a big believer in karma and what goes around comes around. That goes back to our conversation on energies. But, um, you know, it, it starts so simply. You know, like we said, smile at people. Try not to get bothered by the small things. Um yeah, you know, really what what you put out, you get back. So if you're, if you try to be positive and, and happy, I feel like you're going to bring those vibes back to you. You know, even, even when you're having a bad day, there's always something to be grateful for and a way to turn it around. So yeah, it's great to keep in mind. I a hundred percent agree with you. And thank you for sharing um, all of your information and a little bit about your journey. Um, I yeah I can't thank you enough and uh, I'm I'm glad to come on it was fun perfect Um, I will definitely be following you and uh, I will definitely stay in contact yeah for sure we'll keep in touch (laughs) all righty you have a fantastic night you too thanks Candice bye (laughs) bye bye